listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yesterday I got a call from like my dog like 101. She said they killed his only son because of insufficient funds. He was sobbing, he was mobbing, way belligerent and drunk, talking out his head, philosophizing on what the Lord had done. He said, Kate, I can you pray for me? It's been a fucked up day for me. I know that you were annoyed and show me how to overcome. He was looking for some closure, hoping I could bring him closer to the spiritual. My spirit do no better. But I told him I can't sugarcoat that answer for you. This is how I feel. If somebody killed my son, that means somebody getting killed. Tell me what you do for love, loyalty and passion enough all the memories collected moments you can never touch i'll wait in front of nigga's spot and watch him hit his block i'll catch a nigga leaving service if that's all i got i'll chip a nigga then throw the blower in his lap walk myself to the court like bitch i did that hey welcome to the black guy who tips podcast your host rod and karen we're in the house yes we are and i dropped my phone and my sim card not working and i don't know how to fix it and i don't have any paper clips in my house and i'm freaking out and we're still gonna do the show live because we love you guys that much all right yes yes we do you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic just search the blackout tips leave us five star reviews we appreciate everybody it takes the time out to do that the official weapon of the show is the, taser. the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme yeah it's amazing that we're to the point in our lives where your phone don't work it's like the whole world is coming to an end yeah it works because it's on the wi-fi right now but the sim card came through i don't have a paper clip i tried using a damn safety pen uh that shit was useless i don't, I don't know what i'm supposed to do tonight i hope nobody trying to reach me uh <laughs> if they reach you they should be able to reach me too hopefully yeah so anyway um let's talk about all the stuff we're gonna talk about so of course it's feedback show this is your feedback so if you left us a five-star review guess what we're reading it on the air as long as it's nice if you left us um a voicemail we'll play it as long as it's two minutes or less we'll also do stuff like um read your emails the ones you send to the black guy who tips at gmail.com yes you will uh check out your what you wrote on our website the black guy who tips uh we have episodes that we put up you guys leave comments on the episodes we read your comments on the episodes we have polls on each episode Mm -hmm. we look at the poll for each episode to see if you left comments on that i mean it's a whole comprehensive way to get your voice heard because we always looking out for y'all okay and you guys always have a lot to say and we appreciate you guys because there's a lot of people you know out here throwing uh throwing throwing voices into the wind and never getting feedback and never getting the reviews and all that stuff and you guys always come through for us and we really do appreciate it and that's what that's why we do this show every week it's good to know we loved yep um so even when our sim cars is down you know (laughs) do it you not uh speaking of which uh thank you for everybody took time out to donate to the show um let me um find the song and we'll we'll read everybody's name that donated to the show it doesn't matter what denomination what amount you put mm-hmm. uh we don't care about that shit we just want to give you a shout out so here we go i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song to you today's a new day and new money shout out to kiba all we appreciate you kiba mm-hmm. uh floyd l thank you floyd we appreciate you yes, preston f thank you brother preston mm-hmm. malanike thank you um like cedric we appreciate you cedric mm-hmm. speaking of which cedric the entertainer on the last og 
worth the price of admission you guys should definitely be watching <laughs> the last og is good okay it's good as hell marcus e thank you so much mm-hmm. kenneth c we appreciate you and you are a brand new recurring donator go to the new members class hey baby deidra h thank you deidra mm-hmm. calvin thank you very much calvin i hope that mcdonald's is working out me too i hope you got multiple ones by now gerard l we appreciate you mm-hmm. courtney r thank you courtney terry w we appreciate you terry mm-hmm. tyrone m you better call him you better uh jason l thank you very much alexander m thank you yes. jasmine a we appreciate you jasmine mm-hmm. damien r thank you so much damien michael Irvin, the playmaker we appreciate you we do eric m who we know uh as a fayetteville state person um attitude check bronco pride you know waste bees by sewer thank you so much omach a appreciate you mary h thank you so much mm-hmm. deborah o we appreciate you rachel h thank you so much yes. stefan h no relation but appreciate you too janine r thank you janine mm-hmm. jonathan w we appreciate you yes we do jeff m we appreciate you jeff who else we got and oh and that's everybody all right so we got to the end there you go boom that's thank you everybody. that was quick this week phone was acting right come on I smile. All right, let's get into the. I know it take your SIM card to get jacked up for your phone to pick up everything, right? What's happening here? Is that really what it was? I, I wonder. Clear, because that shit normally been dragging. Huh? Huh? You know? Damn! Coincidence? Now I'm fucked up. I don't know. Maybe I should just leave it broke. Nobody will be able to call me, but at least my emails come through fast. Come on. All right. Let's look at these, um, five star reviews. We got three of them on iTunes. None of them on Stitcher. Um, Miss CT says, best out there. I finally put five on it. The Black Autist has been a mainstay in my podcast experience, offering genuine insight on current events, politics, movies, and culture with a hilarious twist tbgwt network is expansive offering a diverse menu for all listeners and if you have not done so already you need to subscribe and listen thank you rod and karen thank you thank you baby brinkley 30 says new phone new review hey hey the first podcast i added back to my new phone love listening to them stay updated on what's happening and the puns never stop five stars thank you thank you baby appreciate you loving our corniness okay Hi, Claire. we embrace it over here you can go listen to them cool podcasts they don't be caring about y'all but we be caring yeah comedy gold five star says the 23rd buchanan is his name oh wait the 23rd bucking all right i don't know what that means anyway ryan and karen are the best they are the reason podcasts were invented <laughs> now i would like to take credit but it's, it, that's not why they started an open <laughs> forum for unfiltered comedy worldly observations and unvarnished real thank you Thank and you. practically every day there are fre- there's fresh content to listen to i mean i don't even work seven days a week and these cats put out at least seven podcasts a week <laughs> thank god <laughs> thanks guys for all that you do uh to keep us entertained side note in my head i'm hearing that i wrote what i wrote in rod's voice kind of freaky it is kind of freaky. you could have said anything i would have read it too could have been out here like make america great again trump is the best and i would have been reading it as a five-star review because i've made a promise okay to each and every one of y'all 
long as it's nice this is nice uh thank you so much for you guys who left five star reviews we sincerely appreciate it let's get into the people who left comments on the website theblackouttips.com we had five comments on our feedback show which was called 53 percent dog and we took that picture down of layla that's 53 percent dog that haircut that haircut will never die uh brooklyn shubay says i enjoy sharing tbgwt with my daughters my youngest teased me after you read a few of my comments she said no wonder you like this podcast so much just because they read your comments i told her that <laughs> I, I send in comments because i do like your podcast that much lol i just wanted to chime in about people idolizing cosby so much i'm from that generation who grew up with fat albert and the cosby show i didn't grow up with the dad i grew up in the ghetto during the crack 80s the cosby show represented that dream i totally imagined my life could be that comfortable however i never think of or thought of as cosby as a feeling father figure one of my friends posted that the bus driver was more her father than bill cosby because he unlike cosby took her to and from school each day come on finally speaking of father figures your conversation with justin on the pregame show about how strange it was when you meet folks and you thought it was alien that who thought it was alien that you know your dad and he lived with you when i started college i was shocked that i met black people who had both parents who were married and lived with them or who had lived in homes that their parents owned etc i would think what type of black people are you i didn't know i didn't know you could exist yeah man it's wild because like one of the things that's weird about the black experience is we kind of do all take our own experience for granted we do yeah and do. and feel like it's typical of blackness and the only time that we really can confront that is when we come together with other black people and we kind of have these moments and sadly a lot of these moments end up in confrontation rather than um a coming together it's, it's like right. well, you're not my type of black or you're you're your black is less than my black you know like uh it's kind of like that whole you know i think is a huge thing in the blurred community and the black nerd community however you want to call it where there's like certain black people that are like i didn't grow up around black people so i grew up around white people and the people that i knew that were in the anime and nerd shit were all white so i assumed it was a white thing and i was a special snowflake black person who was into these things and then there's people like me where i grew up i was in a lot of nerdy shit but everybody that i lived around was black so if i was reading comic books guess who else was reading comic books some black kids if i was into anime guess who put me onto the anime some black kids and so by the time i went to college and i was you know sitting in dorm rooms full of football players and nerds and and scholar i want scholarship it's like we didn't give a fuck about any of that shit we were all watching dragon ball z together come on but there must have been some black people that were like coming from to this experience from places where they were the only black kid uh in their neighborhood or they were the only black kid in their school in their classes and this you know to them it may have been a huge shock to find out niggas was into this shit you see what i'm saying to me i'm like of course niggas in it i'm like open you know to this day i still have these conversations like on the sideline basketball court and we're talking about avengers infinity war or something and i'm going all into details and i said three times and nigga you see when he did this you know and it's never i've never had a self-consciousness about that because it's never been the definition of my blackness but i think you know and i'm making all this to come back to your point i think that also goes to stuff like if i grew up in a place where a lot of us didn't have fathers in the house then when i go outside that experience and i meet black people that are like of course i grew up that way who what's what's so crazy about growing up like that it's kind of the opposite experience and then 
instead of people always embracing it a lot of times people will look down and be like oh you're less of a black person than me you had two parents or vice versa you oh you're one of those ghetto black people you know and that's so sad that we get divided like that because the commonality is the the oppression we experience is for the most part universal and you think there will be a uh i don't know unifying um feature to that and it's just not right and also and it's sad but it, it is a privilege to actually have both parents that actually live in a household and stay together uh even if they don't stay together but for the fact that you have both parents and they're not falling out and having confrontations and actually functioning normally um is uh quote unquote odd for a lot of people right. but for some people that's normal it's okay to have literally four parents you know like that's okay and for some people it's you know they feel like a mom and a dad and anything outside of that i can't comprehend anything outside of that and yeah i've dealt with people who have a tendency to look down on people when you say you're you've come from a single parent household people automatically turn their nose up and frown and they automatically think it's a woman but there are a lot of single parents that are men out there too but for some reason that group has a tendency to get overlooked Mm. um miko says i just had to leave a little comment about after you mentioned going to see avengers again because we went yesterday and my daughter left that movie distraught i mean i was shook but she actually cried a little on the way home and i won't say anything more so it's not to spoil anything it left us all reeling but she was basically you ride when you said what are movies what is life etc she says she's still upset especially because she knows she can't talk about it with her friends at school because she ain't haven't seen it she has so many feelings about it we'll probably go again tomorrow when it's uh five dollars if she's up for it anyway just thought that was funny thanks y'all yeah first i wasn't willing to see it again and then i thought about it and i was like this is the greatest movie i've ever seen this is why they make movies what is there anything else nothing else needs to exist after this yeah you've seen it without me and i'm gonna go your mama hadn't seen it so me and your mama gonna go see it tomorrow i I hope y'all enjoy it you know my mom ain't seen all them other movies so you're gonna be explaining a lot of shit ah she's probably just coming for black panther yeah she's gonna have to wait about well i ain't want to spoil everything Mm -hmm. but you gotta wait a bit till you see wakanda but i ain't gonna lie man that's one of the reasons i say it's a masterpiece like every time they do something and you can almost feel the feelings of the other movies they've made right so like there's certain songs you hear and you're like "Ooh, guardians of the galaxy and then the movie feels like you're watching 15 minutes of guardians of the galaxy in the middle of a fucking other movie you all, and right. when you hear like the the drums and the horns and you're like oh wakanda like like before you yeah. even see wakanda you're in wakanda like that's a masterpiece of filmmaking and nobody's ever gonna top it because it took 18 19 films to make one movie like this it'll never be done again until next year when they do part two what the fuck they are so good at this right and it's almost like a a visual comic book because people who actually have seen the movies and never have read the comic book you literally got a visual comic book it's like oh all that film watching in hours and hours this is why it paid off right oh god i love that fucking movie yes (laughs) and thanos was a beast he was he was balling he was a beast thanos jenkins i'll never forget him (laughs) so it said in the credits 
uh josh brolin will return it's thanos jenkins <laughs> yes jay full says i didn't get this feedback in in time for the show but that story about black women getting the police called on them at the golf course really fuck with me on balls deep sports y'all know i love golf but the golf course is so full of micro and macro aggressions i can't believe they would call the police on someone on a saturday morning everybody knows that's the worst time to play golf because it's always slow that's when most people can can get out of the house to play but like everybody knows it wasn't really about slow play every year i take a golf trip with 20 black dudes and we travel all over the country to play i'm always nervous that when 20 black dudes show up to the course there's going to be a problem fortunately most years we haven't had any issues we play modified rules to make sure we can keep up the pace however two years ago we were playing pga national in west palm beach we had an issue long story short the two groups that were supposed to play before us didn't show up so the marshal saw the gap of the course and accused us of falling behind we ended up having to skip a hole on the most famous stretch of the course they had been harassing us all morning but we were staying at the golf resort so they so we really couldn't do much because we still had a few days left on our trip this year we're going to the gulf coast of mississippi needless to say i'm very nervous about how we'll be received the blackout tip uh golfers if you ever get a chance to play with older black ladies you should they're a lot of fun and if there are any black women inserted in getting uh, interested in getting into golf there's an organization called black girls golf that was founded to create friendly environments for black women to play and enjoy the game oh i didn't know that yep thanks jay full appreciate you dog when i tell people we into everything we into every motherfucking thing white folks there's nothing you can do or nowhere you can go well you gonna find one of us it's gonna be somebody brown somewhere it's gonna be some nigga some Lat- latinx some lgbt you gonna find us we everywhere you go you can't outrun us absent-minded says i absolutely love your podcast i don't understand how people can be unhappy with something you are getting for free nigga every day one day (laughs) (laughs) every day doc one day i will be able to go premium keep up the amazing work when is the next negro con i need another hug from karen i didn't get a chance to say hi to rod and justin but maybe next time i blocked a facebook friend over that defense of cosby and victim blaming i don't have the time or energy to keep going back and forth love you guys um so negro con that's chris and them i'm sure they'll let us know exactly when they plan on doing it right um so but you know our plan is to be there so we'll try to make whatever time they do work and uh show up and have fun with you guys mm-hmm. um and uh yeah don't be a stranger come over and say hi you know i'll be there i know i look stressed out with all these people and i'm preparing for a show and stuff but i'm always got time to say hey uh falcons diva says hey rod and karen let me just say i'm glad for the 30 second fast forward feature on the rss radio app i'm not going to mention what made me have to fast forward for fear that i have to fast forward uh this issue i mean this uh episode um and i think i know why you fast forward it but i'm not gonna do you like that okay because you're showing respect right now i missed the initial news of the waffle house incident because i was dealing with family stuff but i would peek in on twitter and facebook occasionally and when i heard finally heard the details i was livid that i didn't see the outrage especially since waffle house backed their employees mofos are still talking about boycotting starbucks but silent on waffle house Ugh, i hate people you want to know what else is funny um and i don't know what to call this right i don't know what you would call this phenomenon but it but it's very true it's almost like the why i understand why black lives matter protests bernie sanders as opposed to say uh donald trump that's kind of how starbucks is you push starbucks because you're probably gonna get something out of them because they actually do give a fuck right but i like i I hate being right about shit like this because i i know that that is my rightness quote unquote is based in a lot of pessimism and a lot of people don't fuck with that 
and i'm not trying to bring everybody down and i feel bad sometimes when i'm right about some shit but it literally was like waffle house listened to our podcast heard me say them niggas are lucky it happened at starbucks because if it was somewhere else they wouldn't give a fuck Mm-mm. and waffle house is like uh cam newton on the sideline like nodded their head yep and said i'll be right back and came back and said guess what we actually don't give a fuck you know we watched a black woman get de-bloused arrested thrown on the ground over fucking plastic silverware where they obviously were lying about and Waffle House could not wait to have those motherfucking employees back. Oh, I mean, nah. <laughs> oh, the employees said that it was more going on. Y'all just didn't see. Like, and I, and, and honestly, man, to a certain extent, niggas didn't get mad. Well, first of all, niggas was mad. Okay. But in general, the outrage wasn't the same as Starbucks. I believe, in addition to her just being a black woman, you also had this big thing of they wasn't going to do shit. Waffle House wasn't going to do shit you know what i mean even the starbucks boycott shit was misplaced as fuck and uh, not to be mean but them niggas were saying that shit so they would feel better it, they weren't gonna do shit you know it was a bunch of people that either don't go to starbucks talking about i'm a boycott or it's just people wanting to trend it on online and make starbucks the company have to respond and i bet you boycott waffle house was probably trending not as high but it probably was trending at some point of course and then, you know what they didn't give a fuck and we're so used to people not giving a fuck that there is no nothing beyond that and like you like i said you would think our oppression would be a unifying experience for black people but it's really not it's really not there's no the myth of black unity is is that it's a myth so people looked at it like eh, well i ain't never been slapped down at waffle house i ain't never been told to get out of starbucks i don't give a fuck about this black woman right and they moved the fuck on and the only reason that starbucks shit stayed in the media that long um in addition to them being black men but in, Come on. It, the only the only reason this shit kept staying in the media because it could have ended way faster starbucks kept talking about it right starbucks kept putting out press release ceo doing videos and shit if starbucks would have just released a statement like mm, whatever it would have been probably five days in the news cycle because then somebody else would did something stupid you know starbucks just decided to try to help in and we'll see how much help that will be because i mean the country races it's not even really starbucks or the police or it's it's just a huge problem with white people falcons diva says hey rod and karen let me just say i'm glad that I, oh well, i read that one all right yeah i read that all right so that's all the comments all right yeah let me make sure i got everybody Da-da-da. all right and then the poll was do you know people who are still defending bill cosby karen do you Mm-mm. no all right i also am in the know i was i was like as much as we shit on these social media platforms i have to give my facebook algorithm a shout out because i ain't seen not one no not one i saw niggas being mad about they friends right but i didn't see not one of my friends coming out their mouth talking about no damn bill cosby Me either. or even the kanye west truthers of y'all niggas slavery mm-hmm. was a choice i didn't even see them people so i don't know if facebook just got me you know like i facebook uh, was like i know you thank you facebook yeah like i i, I can't i can't even say uh if if maybe they've just improved improved the uh the algorithm or what but like i logged in looked down the whole timeline thank you mark zuckerberg I've been moving calm, don't start no trouble with me. I'm trying to keep it peaceful, it's a struggle for me. 
thank you so much fam <laughs> i was so happy um but anyway y'all niggas are not so lucky 55 percent of y'all still know people that defending bill cosby i guess i filtered mine enough where where you know particularly with uh facebook i'm like no no i don't want no ash on my motherfucking timeline i don't know man i i mean like i said i was definitely born into a great family because like i have parents i can talk to about shit like this and stuff in my life and i haven't had to you know i know a lot of people have like family on their facebook and shit that you know it's like how i'm gonna get rid of my uncle but every time you go on this page he out here like the white man trying to take down brother bill we have to defend him and his 60 rapes we have to or you're not black honey you better use them facebook features and put people on mute for 30 days and and shit like that eh? that shit ain't there for nothing use the functions Mm-hmm. so you don't have to see it and let him be crazy on somebody else's timeline so um yep but um do you know people still defending bill cosby 55 percent say yes 45 percent say no we got some comments brooklyn shoebay says i have several friends who post comments about how wrong it is that there are several famous white sexual predators that are still free yet bill cosby is the one who gets convicted and so the system went after him because of race maybe this is a slippery slope of being aware of how racist the system is law enforcement does police blacks more punish them harder etc however does that really matter if the person is guilty that's just me playing devil's advocate though i'm not a sympathizer of cosby that's not no devil advocate mm-hmm. it's wrong that they doing it it is wrong that he doing it it's just flat wrong all around and it's one of the things where people kill me when they try to put up race and certain shit that has not a goddamn thing to do about racism yes the system's corrupt yes the system's fucked up but there's some shit the white man should go to jail and the black man should go to jail what the fuck are we talking about here yeah it's wild because from i feel like most people most women that object to this comment because it's mostly women i see they're coming at it from the side of it's a distrust gap between black men and black women in these situations they're coming at it from the side of if you bring this up you're saying black men should get the rape with impunity because white men do right right um as a black man i understand what point they're trying to make which is that race affects everything even when two people are guilty the black one goes to jail and the white one doesn't my thing is if you're bringing that up what is your next leap because that's where the distrust comes in i don't have a problem with you bringing that up if your whole point is and the white man should be going to jail too because bill cosby did it and all them niggas that did it should go to jail right cool i can i can get behind that they should all go to jail Mm -hmm. if your next point is well until these white people go to don't go to jail i'm not until these white people go to jail i'm not talking about bill cosby or whatever you can get the fuck out of my face i did not sign up for this thing where because i'm black i gotta let you fucking harm people in my community as long as you're black too i don't get down like that that's not what blackness should be about for me um and it's definitely not what blackness should be about for anybody to be honest it shouldn't be a cover you can hide behind so you can treat people like shit and then be like but i'm black though right right and that's the problem that comes in don't cloak yourself in blackness as a way to abuse other black people so many people do that bullshit and it it drives me up the wall yes we can talk about race and the nuances of race and how they impact things but there's some shit it's just fact it has nothing to do with race color creed religion sexuality or anything these are the facts on certain things and it's one of those things where it just frustrate me because a lot of people 
use that as a cover for friendships as a cover to commit crimes as a cover to abuse the community well then well then i'll ask you if you feel like that what's the difference between you harming the black community and a white man harming the black community because the end result is somebody from the black community getting harmed well also man like i don't care if there's a certain amount of lack of caring i have for these abusive predators man like you're not gonna trick me into caring about r kelly because he's black you're not gonna do it you know what i mean because it always ends up where when you like quote unquote care so much about an abuser that you want to keep them from justice all you're really doing is saying to all the people they victimize you're not important what's more important is this person than i to me and i'm not one of those people i don't give a fuck you can go you all can fucking go because it's not that important to me like i like if, if the if, if the cost of getting bill Cosby off the streets and getting justice for the many women he brutalized is that we no longer look at bill Cosby as some sort of icon why would i care about that you know i mean i we have to be we have to keep it real the only person you should be mad at is bill Cosby. Now, i didn't ruin that nigga's legacy i didn't get none of those uh mutton down none of those checks from fucking the uh cosby show or anything else he did like it's like it's not even about hating him or even his pound cake speeches and shit like that i mean he's a huge hypocrite but it's not even about that just the very simple fact that a very prolific serial rapist needs to be off the street should not be a divisive fucking topic because he made you laugh that should not be enough for you to be like and apparently i have to start saying it's a conspiracy so um yeah uh falcons diva says this was one this was an area of contention between my beloved uncle and me he would make comments defending bill and i would counter rather than argue with me he always changed the subject when the news broke i cried knowing he's gone and i can't argue with him about it damn that's wild uh jane says they don't outright defend him but they do share those fucked ass memes pondering why isn't blank on trial yeah i know and if i see one more about emmett till's accuser needs to go to jail too uh even though she's dead one more time i think she is she did she finally die i thought the writer who wrote about her died but she's still alive yes yeah, she's still kicking i'm gonna throw the whole timeline away oof that's supposed to read why is it insert the name of rapey white man on trial i guess it didn't like me using the greater than less than symbols because it deleted that part oh it's, it's all good jay we got you, the gist of it um but y'all just felt so bad for so many black people this week that were dealing with uh friends on social media that were defending kanye and defending um bill Cosby. i saw what they were going through i mean quote unquote couldn't be me but at the same time like i did feel empathy for folks because like a lot of the reaction i realized after a few days it wasn't even to cosby or to um kanye it was to your friends who wouldn't stop defending or acting like they had a point right right and you would be the asshole if you'd be like unfollow unmute oh i'm not dealing with this you would be the asshole right i'm not dealing with your abusive behavior mm-hmm. uh next episode uh chitlin flavor popcorn we have my man cory glover from living color on that was fun mm-hmm. always love having him on and uh the fans always love it uh saw people tweeting about it and stuff thank you guys uh llama llama time says that popcorn shop dude should have called those black kids transients instead of the n-word like that chat like that chinese restaurant in toronto is that gonna be the new niggas transients right we get transients in here all the time if you know what i mean it's looking a little transient uh coming in the door about six of them if you know what i mean Mm -hmm. artist 25 man it says 
with the social media rehab the kid clearly stated that his addiction to social media was a direct reaction to the pressure he felt to be perfect placed on him by his parents his parents first reaction was to send him to social media rehab i like to see what kind of changes they're making oh yeah that's true i'll skip right on over that in the article uh but yeah that's a good point man he said it was a lot the pressure from his parents so who knows yeah and if that don't change the behavior the social media behavior will probably will go back to where it was todd mf writes in is mf a motherfucker anyway todd mf says <laughs> hey y'all so nice running into y'all at that Infinity wars oh that was him hey, hey what up todd uh i knew i heard some somebody laughing during that jurassic world trailer <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> that was definitely me i cannot keep it in oh me who knows every time that motherfucking dinosaur opened that, that goddamn door, door man yes. every time it's funny every time god i can't wait to see that movie that damn dinosaur opened up the window could be the biggest size i've seen in a minute i'm totally in anyway kudos to Corey for being a great guest again around the conversation about the kids and social media karen made a super important point parents do tend to bury their heads in the sand as it relates to their kids social media not just the amount of time they spend on it but the content they post and like just yesterday i had to reach out to my cousin 13 years old to warn him about captions on his instagram post to my surprise he was receptive and took it down i was sure he was going to block me and move on lol but i think my approach came from a genuine concern for how his post could have impacted the person he talked about and the perception of him as an individual right i'm not a parent so i can't really speak the parental guidelines for dealing with kids so social media however karen is spot on okay thanks y'all take care thank you thank you baby and yeah i i I do think uh shout out to uncles and aunts man you know i think i think a lot of times we can like talk to a kid in a way that's a little bit different from scolding them right because we don't have the same relationship because the thing is kids look at parents a different way than they look at other people Mm -hmm. you know because your parents are there they got rules and regulations and boundaries you can't do this you can't because they're trying to structure your ass so you don't be a fucked up human being out here in the world like like that is a job alone and you got to be the bad guy sometimes you got to get up in that ass and be like well what you gonna do and what you ain't gonna do versus when you're dealing with aunts and uncles and people on the outside they can come at a different perspective and they could feel like they can talk to you and they don't have the same I don't want to say the same judgment, but they don't have the same connection to you as they do with their parents. Um, and then lastly was EVE who said, it's always nice to hear Corey on the show. Hope he comes on again soon. Thank you. And I'm sure, uh, sure he'll be back, man. We really do. I uh, enjoy having him on. Always fits in such a fun, uh, fun time with him. Mm-hmm. And the poll was, have you seen infinity war yet? Yes or no? 60% have 40% haven't. Raven says, I just saw it today. Can't wait to listen to your review uh and brooklyn shube said sorry opening night bro i was not ready for the carnage marvel was like fuck your fave yeah they didn't give a fuck <laughs> and your feelings mm-hmm. just tears all throughout the house we got episode 1671 we got 10 comments Ooh, what the hell we're we talking about is kanye okay we talked about kanye west as i'm gonna guess where most of the uh comments <laughs> are from okay that makes sense because i didn't even like i actually listened to the span report where he went through um the entire interview from tmz and like mm-hmm. line for line and mm-hmm. i so i finally heard it all in this like entirety entirety mm-hmm. you know not it, it was exactly what i thought it was man i just don't think he is like either he's not all the way there or he's putting on some type of act is the way i came away i i don't think whatever this like like van lathan said it best when he said you have morphed into something that's not real that's how i felt like either he's and i saw like a thread on twitter that was really good that like broke down 
how this could be like an andy kaufman-esque act for kanye and they they had like twitter twitter proof of like you know this could be him doing like an uh almost like uh joaquin phoenix did a few years ago um i don't know if y'all remember that but he was pretending to be a rapper and going around everybody's like what the fuck is wrong with joaquin phoenix and it turned out he was like this is performance art or some shit for some movie he was doing this could be some like performance art level shit with kanye i don't know i just know it doesn't seem right and then all this shit is really triggering a lot of black people because when you bring up slavery and trump you just get the community in a frenzy and there's all and kanye is already a very outspoken person and there's already a lot of animosity towards him for other shit he's done uh rightfully so you know correct but um and and of course you know dealing with mental health stuff doesn't necessarily mean you can't be an asshole both can be true right but um in general i just feel like i don't know all this feels kind of contrived and and weird to me so i it's either he's having an episode or he's fucking with everybody either way i'm kind of I, I i'm not here for it i hope the album comes out soon and we'll see it whatever's going on with him you know Kobe x says bruh i've been pretty indifferent to kanye and his shenanigans because i just chop it to, uh, down to that's just who he is with that said you've shown a level of empathy considering mental illness that made me sad i just hope he gets better bruh tbg wt for life now i feel you man i see that's the weird thing that's how i kind of navigate the world sometimes and i know occasionally it's probably frustrating for people who listen to the show or who know me because you know i think people kind of prefer the black and white of life to be like this person ain't shit and never being shit never will be shit and i don't like they ass so people grow change evolve not just that but like even when you think that that's very rarely how it is for a person even when you don't like somebody it is very rare that there's zero things good about them and everything is terrible like correct is you know so i operate in that space and sometimes i have to like for my own mental health and self-protection i do have to put that armor on and be like i don't care how much i would like for this person to be blankety blank i'm just gonna assume they ain't shit and move the fuck on because that's the best way to live my life and i I, you know but i but i very rarely do that you know it's hard it's hard for me to do that but i can do it but it's just hard you know uh and in most cases because i don't worship celebrity or anything like that Mm -mm. i don't put the people on a pedestal in the first place in a place where i feel like they can quote unquote hurt me by disagreeing with me right like it's very rare that there's a person that i'm genuinely like disappointed in them for saying something because i just i don't know them they're not you know we have a relationship as a consumer and a producer and that's it you can you produce a product and i consume it that's as much as i can say when i read about some of these like me too things or racial things that people i I don't feel much because it's like i didn't go see avengers thinking that the dude who plays um falcon has to be a good person i never it just never even crossed my mind because i don't think of the world that way i'm like oh yeah anthony mackie might be some it might be some shit and the movie could be good and i don't care you know one of those doesn't affect the other you know if i see anthony mackie in the streets i'll be like damn and i don't know why i brought him <laughs> but just somebody pick somebody if i see that nigga in the street i'll be like damn he whack as fuck but if if i'm watching the movie i won't think that while i'm watching the movie correct it's just the way i am so you know you have to really fuck up for me to not be able to see beyond your entertainment like you gotta be you gotta be like r kelly or something you know 
I, I haven't watched the Cosby show in so long. I don't know if how I would feel. So I, I would have to try to watch it. it but I have, but I didn't watch it before he, um, before all this shit. It just wasn't my thing it like that. On my as a radar. Kid. Yeah, yeah, I hadn't watched it since since it ended years ago. Yeah, so I don't, I can't even speak to that. But you know, I know with R. Kelly though, I'm like, I can't listen to his music because it's it's so sexual, and I know what he's singing about. So you know, even I have my lines, but yeah, in general, I don't know, like. I can't really be but so mad at Kanye because I don't know that nigga, and I do feel if he's having a mental health crisis that he, I hope he gets help. That's all I can say. Other than that, I can't take what he's saying seriously. Mm-mm. Um, hearing the audio, this GWG, hearing the audio of the Kanye clip was a totally different experience than seeing it for me. His voice has such a desperation to it; it made me sad too. I wanted to commend Van Lathan for standing up and speaking out with integrity and response with a clear example of having actual diversity of thought represented in the newsroom, pushing back against the status quo narrative that's being labeled as free thinking. Yeah. And also, I didn't know that Harvey Levin, the guy who runs TMZ, is a huge Trump supporter, supposedly. So it would make sense that he wanted Kanye to come in there and he kept kind of steering Kanye towards a certain line of like, well, tell, let's tell everybody about free thinking and you know i don't think you can love everybody but just have free thinking because those white conservative people love when niggas are cooning to call it free thinking they love it but you know um uh, my man bomani jones made a great point um on his podcast the right time if they love free thinking black people that aren't affiliated with political parties then they would love kaepernick but they don't kaepernick don't even vote you know like he for all the free thought and we love people that they challenge us you don't you don't love that you love people that challenge black people to to coon it up you don't like when they challenge white people to be better white people you don't like that shit um i'm sasha pierce says kanye been on some white supremacy shit for a while like years the obsession with white women in his music and album imagery the confederate flag on his merchandise a few years ago the blue contacts and the blonde hair and now the, the trump support and blaming black people for the atrocities against us he may very well be mentally distraught right now but his views seem genuine to me he keeps doing this he's been consistent in embracing white supremacy and distancing himself from blackness i think he and i think he means it it's a sad picture of the toll america has taken on that particular black man this is a very small thing to notice given all the stuff he said but anyone else knows how he used the word y'all when he made that slavery statement i was like who is y'all kanye y'all kanye is the new oj i wonder what jay is thinking right now i mean jay don't call that nigga so i mean he probably thinking what i be thinking when i'm like i'm glad i ain't called that nigga <laughs> like i'm <laughs> Well, I see somebody actors just like fucking up everything on their brand, and I'll be like, I'm glad, kind of glad I never returned that motherfucker's phone call. I'd be like, Homer Simpson, how he faded yep. the bushes. Good luck. But uh, the other thing I will say about this, though, um, I think people are upset, and so now everything Kanye's ever done has to be considered to be white supremacist and selling out. The truth of the matter is it is complicated he has not always just been on some shit like that and i'm not just talking about the george george bush doesn't like black people thing he's that shit in his songs where i'm like yeah that's clearly a black man who understands racism and living in this world as a black person you know what i mean so like it's it's actually not as simple as oh all he talks about is white women i mean that's not true he's also beyonce's biggest stand 
and ran on stage and to tell taylor swift she shouldn't have won the video of the year which is extremely inappropriate but i remember black people like fucking putting him on a pedestal for that moment like yeah he's a jackass but you know what man that video wasn't as good as single ladies and she shouldn't have won for that bullshit she only won because she white is i think we're hurt that um and by we i'm speaking for the universal black people that are hurt right i feel like we're hurt that a black person would break ranks on us like this you know um but and especially a dude that has said um a lot of racial shit in his music you know um and not just um and 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 this is a turn for him i don't like i don't see how we can act like this isn't the quote-unquote worst of the things he said you know um but yeah i I mean like i said he always he always had racial lyrics that that niggas could identify with like it's just weird how and maybe he's trended towards this and now we're finally seeing fully formed kanye and that's what it is but i mean a lot of people that liked him it was because he was saying shit like we shine because they hate us false floss because they degrade us we're trying to buy back our 40 acres is that is that him talking about selling out and being a coon i say fuck the police that's how that's how i treat them we buy a way out of jail but we can't buy freedom jesus walks getting choked by detectives yeah yeah now check the method they be asking us questions harass and arrest us saying we eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast huh y'all eat pieces of shit what's the basis we ain't going nowhere but got suits and cases like it's you know it's (laughs) i get down for my grandfather who took my mama made us sit in that seat where white folks ain't want us to eat at the tender age of six she was arrested for the sit-ins and with that in my blood i was born to be different now niggas can't make it to balance to choose leadership but we can make it to jacobs and to the dealership i swear i hear new music and i just don't be feeling it racism still alive they just be concealing it it doesn't fit the black and white narrative that we want to have of him right now which is this nigga just hate like he hate himself he hate black people it it, that's what it is though his whole his whole discography he has shit like this in it and the thing is all this can exist at once right like i I, like you people try to make it black and white no 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 it's a lot of particular black men who acknowledge race and racism they know this shit exists and they know it impacts them right but on certain shit they opt out all the time to be like oh that shit right there is something else right because a lot of times when they opt out of shit it's shit that does not directly impact them or they feel like or under the illusion that it does not directly impact them how we stop the black panthers ronald reagan cooked up an answer you hear that what Gil Scott was hearing when our heroes and heroines got hooked on heroin, crack raised the murder rate in D.C. and Maryland. We invested in that. It's like we got Merrill lynched, and we've been hanging on the same tree ever since. Sometimes I feel like the movie is our, the music is our only medicine. Come on, man! Like <sighs> I, I'm just saying, man. I know it's. I know. I'm. I understand the angst and the hurt. Right. I do. I'm not trying to belittle people for that. Mm-mm but the conversation has gotten so clearly far off of like it's more about admonishing him for his current comments and it's turned into an indictment on his entire like life but i just don't think he was ever um 
he was i don't think he's as coon as people say and i don't think he's as woke as people say like it's just i've always said kanye west to me is kind of like megan kelly is the feminism when it's some, a point he wants to make or something that affects him he's completely with you he understands but then there's times where he's like i want to not think about or deal with this shit and that's y'all's problem and that and that's the that's the the hypocrisy and maybe in a way that's even worse than just being like a person that is like uh candace owens or somebody that just pretends they never see racism it's almost worse to a certain extent because it's like but kanye i know you see this shit and then you would turn around and say these things leaving us out in the cold quote unquote because it's like you you're not stupid and you're not and you're not a paid shield like these um like some of these motherfuckers you know like a a sheriff clark is a paid shield he gets paid to come up and say black people ain't shit with kanye it's like like the things that these other coons have said they would never say these other things that kanye said either you know jason whitlock's not gonna write about this other shit he's gonna tell us how serena's fat and black people don't do this and that you see what i'm saying like kanye is giving you shit where he's like nah i see this racism too uh i still remember uh murder to excellence on um on uh on uh watch the throne i'm from the murder capital where they murder for capital heard about at least three killings this afternoon looked at the news like damn i was just with them at the school no shop class but had the school got a tool um i feel the pain in my city wherever i go 314 soldiers died in iraq 509 died in chicago um he said what's the life expectancy for black guys the system's working effectively that's why so like i don't know man anyway man i I could keep going but i think y'all get it you know what i mean like it isn't as simple as he's just always been this coon and i think that's kind of why it hurts more to a certain extent because he ain't always just been some fucking coon if he would have been i think niggas would have just never have fucked with him correct you know uh and shoe says i don't think kanye is okay i don't think he hasn't been okay for i don't think he has been okay for hasn't been okay for a long time it could be grief drug addiction mental illness i remember when charlie sheen had his months long meltdown people thought it was cool and funny because that's just charlie sheen but it really turned out he was dealing with his hiv status and addiction maybe if everyone just stopped paying attention to kanye he would just sit, sit down and get more help i hate to also blame the kardashians but i seriously believe that chris jenner absolutely encourages the worst in everybody because america loves watching this family's train wreck i don't know enough Not, about the kardashians to know right what chris right. jenner's role is but i i personally uh i don't know it just seemed like this would i think kanye would be doing this shit whether kim was there or not right because the thing people better realize kanye has always me on the outside looking in kanye wants that attention and he's been in the limelight and craving that attention Oh, for a while he wrote a whole album about a woman he broke up with right but they no longer go together he dedicated a whole album to this woman right so everything is centers around him and which is human nature and it's it has to be about him and so i don't think being connected to the kardashians or not he was going to make his way to the spotlight and I think, like you said, it's, a, it's a after the fact. Like, after the fact, and, and like you said, everybody's mad, so they're kicking up everything. They want to blame everybody. But the Kardashians, that that's a separate entity all in itself. Who knows? But also, like, one of the reasons I don't buy this Kardashian shit 
the kardashians don't do this right so it's so like on the one hand it's kind of um because they polish their brand it's kind of some it doesn't ring true to me because the kardashians like to do shit like talk about what sandwiches they're going to eat and make a whole fucking hour tv out of that and some reasons people watch that shit it's not like love and hip-hop love and hip-hop does this kind of like wild tantrum crazy the kardashians are so controlled that i almost don't understand how the fuck anyone watches that shit because to me it's boring my assumption is it's because they're cuckold in america everybody's just what are these white women doing with these niggas it's the only thing i can think of why people are watching it but i don't watch it so i can't tell i don't know for sure it might just you go over there and it's great makeup tutorials and they're rich and whatever but they don't even seem to have much stuff happening on the show anytime i've ever seen in the background or something it's always just like oh are we gonna get into the spa and that's like the whole fucking episode like when you go to the spa and i'm like there's nothing even to get upset about or to whatever when lamar odom's addiction shit was happening guess what happened off screen right they don't really revel in this kind of shit like they quietly move the fuck away from these kind of things even though they definitely court these niggas so i don't even feel like like this kind of shit won't even be on a show they'll cut this out because they like to pretend that they're perfect while we obviously know that there's all this other shit going on in the background you know like apparently they don't really even mention the sex tape on their show so like they just don't seem to like need this kind of shit to be popular and rich like they are they sell out clothes makeup everything perfumes like all the beauty shit they sell out immediately like i I don't know man i don't know i just think kanye is either like i said he's either being provocative on purpose which he's done a lot in his career very consistent with that or this nigga is having an episode i can't think of another excuse and i'm and honestly i'm trying not to even delve into it that hard because not to be mean to him but to the the large extent of it i don't care it doesn't really affect my life i don't follow the nigga on twitter i don't be mm-hmm. caring what he's saying i think i got him muted and all that type of shit i just is i it just kept being in this black spirit so much we had to talk about it right i tried to avoid talking about this nigga for like two weeks and then he just kept going to his like well everyone's talking about it and we just be sounding stupid trying to avoid it Turk says, hi guys, Kanye is not well. He made me think of the old school phrase, stark raving mad when he was on TMZ. This man is highly intelligent, but couldn't put together a cohesive logical thought. His mom was an English professor and his craft is writing, so he knows how to use words with intent. It's clear his brain is running a mile a minute and he can't keep up with his thoughts. His fam, yeah, and he's, when I heard the, uh, interview with, where Span broke it down, like he's saying stuff about being off his meds and, and, and stuff. It's, it just seemed like, a lot of cry for help type shit but i don't know you know i don't know his his family should be scared because he admitted to self-medicating which means he's already unable to handle his mental health responsibly that mixed with the fact that he was already a narcissist with delusions of grandeur on top of the black community already generally being hesitant about seeking treatment i.e calling mentally ill people touched or special praying the sick away mistrusting the medical establishment not having good insurance if any or feeling that therapy is for white folks may turn into a daily combination i just hope his wife puts her foot down because ultimately it will be her and the kids who are hurt the most hopefully he'll love them enough to seek help peace turk p.s it's scary to me that people are entertained by this or think it's funny we're watching whitney houston prince and mj die recently because they couldn't get it together yeah we did i guess 
people are fine with the cycle repeating itself while ignoring that these people's families and fans get hurt when these folks have preventable early deaths you know what it is dog to a certain extent it's nothing you can do by yourself anyway as a fan it's nothing you can do right so people and i think celebrity and fame makes people callous it's like this is a product for me to consume and that's all these people are you know and they don't look at him as a human being yeah i mean there's been people that have had breakdowns where they weren't saying stuff like this but you could tell that they were having they were having issues and i remember people laughing at it you know wacko jacko and britney spears cutting their hair off and shit i remember the jokes and shit people had about it it's they don't see them as as people if they were like your friend and they did that shit you'd be like man i want to talk to you like do we need to get you in treatment or something what's going on but since we can't we don't have that access to him anyway but because he's famous we have a lot of access to him just via like fame and celebrity and social media now and shit i think it just creates an illusion of closeness but nobody really cares about these people marcy says i kind of feel bad for kanye if he's being sincere then i think he's unintentionally demonstrating to the world what, what black people have to deal with since slavery self-loathing perpetuated by white supremacy i really hope he gets some help and distance himself from some white people in the circle who i feel must be lending credence to his fucked up mentality cough caitlin cough i really liked Issa ray's book listen to her read it on audio which was way better than just reading it and i think she was making a really good point about how attraction is skewed away from certain groups i think it's culturally problematic that so many people chalk it up to personal preference and don't explore why they have a certain preference i think if you open your eyes to the people around you it's only too easy to see there's beauty in everyone cultural norms want to blind us to that but it doesn't take much to let all that nonsense drop i've been doing this thing lately when i approach any situation i ask myself am i responding with love or with fear when i turn to my love response it never fails amazing how much better things work out Mm. it's a good point i recently had an experience that tested this idea and it was a big one my 15 year old told me that he is trans he was born female and everything i understood about him up until this point is now a little different at first my fears got the better of me and i wasn't sure i could believe it i said things like are you sure you're not just gender fluid or androgynous etc i couldn't stop thinking about the trans people who are killed every day and the violence they suffer this is my only child how would i protect them ultimately the love response one though uh went through because what he needed from me was acceptance and support my fears are mine to deal with my job is to love him for whoever he tells me he is come on all this to say i love you guys your podcast helped me so much in terms of dealing with the political or social climate we are living through when i argue with other white people i know i'm not crazy because nothing i'm saying is controversial to normal people just insulated petty ass white folks who probably have never met a black person so thank you yeah that's dope man right and something you said it was very very powerful and i wish more people would deal with this my fears are mine to deal with right so many people enter into arguments and enter into situations with fears and hurts mm-hmm. that they actually need to deal with that has nothing to do with the conversation at hand and that's why whenever you talk to people, they always want to change the topic because they want to get back to the shit that they want to talk about, not about the topic at hand. Because the thing is, once you've dealt with your fears, you can actually have a conversation. But until then, it's very hard to have conversations with people. And a lot of times, you have to look beyond what they're saying and try to figure out why they're saying it. And like you say, is where is it coming from? If it's coming from a certain area, you go, oh, I'm not going to talk to you right now because you your comment is coming out of hurt and pain we can't have a conversation at this time yeah and also i feel like it there's a lot of stuff that in reality in the real world 
um is more complicated and harder to do than what we say on um paper and on the on the show and all this stuff like there's always like this easy like oh then you just do this but when you're actually dealing with these fears and stuff like that there's there's a moment that you have to take to brace yourself there is like a a stealing of your resolve and then there is like a prioritization that has to come when you're like it's not about me you know and all that stuff is valid as well and uh you know i think like that process is something that a lot of people don't put people through because you know they either get stuck on it and they do make it all about them and they never move to the next step or um they're so busy like um trying to put on a a front for everybody that they don't say like yeah it blew my mind too and you know what i want to do the right things and be here for you you know so that's what's most important and your child doesn't have to necessarily know that part of it you know because that's what parents do you know I, it took me a, a i remember when we first started uh trying to do the podcast full time i was riding with my dad from i think picking up a washing machine or something and we were talking and he was asking me so many questions about starting his podcast was i sure i was, was gonna concerned. be able to do it was i gonna do the da, da, da. Just being a parent. but you know that's his job to impart wisdom on me and to make sure i'm okay and making right decisions and stuff and you know i don't know when we got out that truck that he was the most convinced that we could do it (laughs) but but it didn't matter like he imparted the part of like the fear that fear uh is there for him and will always be there because he brought me into this world and i'm and i'm his job was to take care of me right so so he will forever be concerned my mom too like this is what happens you know you will always be concerned about my well-being and my safety and my decision making so um you know i i think that's a part of it that gets lost but it's always cool when people can like overcome that part and be like but what do you need from me because that's the really the only part that matters right no matter how scared you are right and, and i'll be here no matter what and a lot of times that's what the other person needs to hear right of you know things are shocking things shake the foundation of who you are but at the same time you need to turn around and be like what is it what is it that you need from me because your needs are bigger than my fears yeah as far as um um Issa Rae's, uh book man i like i said that excerpt i it felt like people was fishing to be mad about something but at the same time like uh i thought her her point was val was the truth masked in a lot of um in some in some jokes and the excerpt was not gonna get it you know um that dude ebro had a, a tweet the other day that was like uh kanye just need a hug from a black woman and he got roasted for that shit too because people were like black women tired of being seen as the correct all for uh and doing all this work for these toxic black men which i completely understand now from my understanding i don't really listen to ebro's show i don't know if he said it on the show or something supposedly that was a joke as well you know what i'm saying so if that was a joke then i understand how people could be like he could be like nah i didn't really mean that shit come on now i'm just joking with y'all um but that's where people's sensitivities lie so then people you know so you got a bunch of dudes uh that was sensitive about the Issa Rae shit um that that went off and she wasn't even really saying that like so that was crazy and then you had a bunch of people that got mad at Ebro and turned supposedly I don't listen to a show but I was just a five star and Tom was talking about it supposedly that dude's joking so if he's joking then I understand how people could be like but it's just a joke you know it's hard when people taking and twitter does this too but taking a joke and putting it into a different context 
or taking it out of context can completely destroy it there's things you can take a sentence from this show and make it seem like we said something we didn't on twitter yes and then people will be like what the fuck and then they go listen to us and be like what they didn't, they didn't even say that that's not what they meant you know so i can understand how somebody would um you know maybe feel that way maybe if in the context of ebro's show it the comment wasn't that salacious but when you wouldn't put that shit on twitter nigga it's different you know so anyway all that to say um you know Issa's book to me had a point but no fuckers was ready to go off um brandon's be more says hey rod and karen after hearing that patch from Issa ray book i laughed just like y'all did first thing i i, I bought uh, i thought of was all the rap songs where dudes go on and on about foreign women hell i've heard my boys talk like that for years it's laughable that masculinity is that fragile that's the part that was funny to me being a man i've been in those conversations it's so it's so ridiculous oh man you know i'm like i like them farms i like man she had them chinky eyes and shit like that when you're like mm. Ooh, that's problematic well this is i mean they used to put it in songs it wasn't like i mean it's obviously problematic but i'm saying it was the idea that men would pretend to be okay, offended I'm is ridiculous because it right. was so widespread it's like i've never seen anyone stop and go what the fuck you mean chinky eyes nigga right that is racist and erasure and nah they always just either go i know what it means and yeah i like that shit too or something like that you know so to see men pretend to be offended was stupid (laughs) however a funny thing came of it i started thinking about the most fragile masculinity rap songs of all time and i landed on sporty thieves no pigeon song um i remember when tlc had no scrubs and the song came out and i was like it was like a real life twitter argument but the funniest thing i'm listening to now is the tlc song was basically like i don't want no street harassing twitter nigga and no pigeons was basically like these bitches ain't shit so yeah any nigga mad about this shit needs to have all the seats yeah no pigeons was a horrible song yes it was god whatever happened to sporty thieves mm-hmm. and then uh i I'll, I'll try i have to think about what the most fragile fragile male i don't have to think about it you know i know uh i know too uh too short came out with a song after my neck my back and it was like uh telling women to suck his dick and i was like don't we have is it every one of your songs about telling women to suck your dick like we got other songs yeah did you have to make did you have to make a response (laughs) too short sitting around somewhere like "Mm -mm, she gonna have niggas eating pussy i can't take it and then uh then there was a song where um ghostface got cheated on or some shit and then he wrote this mean ass song i think it's called wildflower maybe mm-hmm. it was like yeah bitch i fucked your friend yeah you stank home you know what i'm talking about uh-huh. <laughs> it was like he, like it's all about how, how he used to fuck her so good but she still was out here fucking other niggas or whatever maybe that but you know you know how we are trash tanya w42 says this is feedback i'm sending to both three guys on and a blackout test because both of you addressed this okay about kanye i'm a petite white lady but i have been in, in the past been in a committed relationship with someone who is bipolar or at least has had several manic episodes is that what kanye is experiencing the psychological community will not publicly weigh in because they have the gold water rule which states that they can't diagnose someone they haven't personally treated but i'm not a psychologist so i can say what i will kanye is hurting no doubt but i think he may be manic the behavior definitely looks like it the voice is sure is a sure tip off in some clips he sounds okay but tmz ran in was all too familiar mania follows a very similar pattern as self-aggrandizement to the extreme but based on even the smallest amount on facts is a hallmark 
in my experience it is so difficult to help someone who is afflicted by that i tried and tried and tried to get my person help apparently if you don't catch them in the two seconds between when they are okay and when they are full-blown manic that is pretty much how quick it is you are out of luck unless you forcibly commit them i wasn't given that option at the time but from what i've read for people with mania that usually doesn't work out well either so what the hell do you do it is so difficult if anyone wants to understand more there's a documentary called summer in the cage which is now available in full on youtube and it's highly recommended all of the best to you and your fans in any case thanks tanya thank you yeah i think it's just i don't know i don't have the right answers i Mm-mm. i i know enough to know i don't know and that's why i don't have a whole lot of hot takes to give about kanye west because right. i don't know how to deal with any of that shit period uh dear uh really dark knight says dear Ryder karen like everyone else on twitter i was here for the jokes because i hadn't seen the video just those comments rod said he wasn't sure how to feel after seeing the video but i tell you how i felt i actually wanted to cry i know nothing about this man other than his music and shenanigans but maybe because i'm older i wanted to cry it felt like we were witness to someone on a high wire act and had to play the role and couldn't find a way out of it and i think he's been this way for a long time i'm not a psychologist and i won't psychoanalyze him here but i don't think he's okay i think it's easy to blame kim or chris jenner but i don't think they have much control over what he says and does notice kim is never with him when he's going off on camera i don't watch the show but i bet it doesn't have a big role on keeping up with the kardashians really the only time we've seen him in the last year or two is those strange pictures with the family and pictures rolled out in support of donald trump with the day's look i feel like he's rushing to get in front of a mic to give his thoughts and outlets are rushing to give him one because they know it's going to be a car wreck that's the part that scares me right. more than all of it more than everything it's like the rappers around him who are on twitter like co-signing him knowing they don't believe those things and they're clearly only saying it because they want to be in the good graces of kanye west those people disgust me that's so fucked up you know this person not healthy and you still going around being like nah I, um, I need a beat maybe he'll be on one of my tracks like that's anyway you just outed yourself as a leech as far as i'm concerned because you know something's up and everybody sees it and then the other people are the, these media people like tmz and Charlemagne. they can't wait to put a microphone in his face i understand it's their job and they would never say no but part it's so exploitative that i'm just like obviously he can't get help from people that don't give a fuck about him you know so but they will use them for the clicks and i mean i guess that's the game I, i've never been in that position so maybe um i can't say you know maybe if 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 kanye west had called me and said i want to give my interview to the blackout tips i'd probably be a fool to say nah man i don't think i don't think you need to do that you know what i mean i probably be like that would probably be the dumbest career move i could make so i i you know what can i say if he called tmz and i want to come talk then i i guess you almost have to do it for you know it's almost stupid not to but you could just see they don't really care that's all i just was i don't know i just hope he can get around people that care about him that maybe can can talk him through some of these things um anyway like turk said above um i just want uh clown this cat because i feel like there's something really wrong and this shit stopped being funny to me a while ago last thought just because someone is a genius at putting beats and words together does not mean they are genius at all things i feel like we've all said this about musicians uh, we like from afar but yay really believes it sorry for the long post y'all lastly eve says i don't know if kanye is all right or not um but what he's been saying is dangerous because it's them 
uh it's been used in arguments by white supremacists against black people i i i agree but i would just like to point out that they would use this whether kanye west said it or not correct so it doesn't add more validity to that argument none of us sit around now and go well kanye said it so now the white supremacists are right you know what i mean um so in that way like i'm not saying that like i don't want to give him too much influence and then say like that's why he needs to be because I, I i don't have any problem with people taking the task the fact the things he said and correcting them and putting out i don't have a problem with that some of the personal attacks and shit i don't know about because I, I like i said i don't know the state of his mental health um but then the other part of it that um that i would add though if there are like white kids that go to his concerts that are hearing this shit and then and they didn't have an opinion before but now they're like well kanye said then absolutely you're right that's very dangerous you know what i mean so in that way i could see how it could be dangerous you know i had to really think about that for a second because i don't think it's dangerous to know to like for black people none of well hmm, that's not even good to say because i don't i just don't hang out with them kind of niggas so come on maybe there are some black people that also were influenced the way these white people were influenced but i don't know them niggas so i can't speak about i can't speak for them <laughs> i would get that motherfucker out of my face so fast you do not understand oh my god if a nigga was in my face mm-mm. kanye got a point mm-mm. I, it was so bad y'all went to the basketball court and was asking all the niggas on the sideline like hey man so uh you think slavery was a choice and everybody hell no i was like okay cool cool all right you got to check you got to ask nowadays my man joe he took a little too long to answer i said now joe you won't think about this he started stumbling he was like well you know i mean in a choice in that like we choose to be enslaved to things today i said no no joe slavery 400 years of slavery in america wasn't a choice and then somebody i felt like somebody bailed him out because they was like man hell no and then he was like yeah hell no that's crazy i was like okay joe watching you got my eye on you i know took i a got little, my eye on you took a little too long to answer that but i got you bro a little, little slow in the draw if kanye was as smart as he says he is he'd see that uh so either he is being willfully or ignorant or he doesn't give a shit yep that's that's kind of how i feel kanye only seems to care about kanye so he'll only stop the bullshit if it affects his album or clothing line sales maybe i don't, I don't have no idea what would make him stop to be honest um but yeah he i don't know i don't know um at any rate he did say that the nigga said he don't read so i mean a huge part of me is just like i can't believe we're taking this this seriously but but i understand it's very triggering to talk about slavery and shit and nobody wants to hear that the Issa race book excerpt make you mad 100 percent. we never get these 100 percent. people said no and maybe it's because they listen to the show or maybe it's because the way we talked about it but literally literally no one should be mad at that quote uh brooklyn shoe bay said seriously how many black women comedians have made a similar joke about marrying a white man or asian man to get their credit right i think it's in the black women comedians handbook roll eyes people be tripping 
yep <laughs> melanie says she's actually speaking the truth we as black women are the least desirable these days especially and it's almost as if black men are thinking if they have a baby with a black woman their child will be too too black maybe a broad nose and full lips kinky hair heaven forbid i'm seeing a massive amount of black men have children by women of other races who have straight hair and small facial features the coloration issue is real and black women are taking a loss again so why not link up with another race as long as they're loving and want to work in relationship yeah i always it's always weird because like because our a patriarchy our society says women are the ones to be g- gathered consumed uh found hunted blah 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 and because of that there's a there's these, all these situations where like it's revolutionary for women to be able to say i would look for a relationship outside of my race but it's not so for men because men are the consumers the hunters blah 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 all that stupid shit because that's how it's seen it's not seen that way for men like oh yeah a man can date whoever he wants because he's choosing them but a woman got to get chose by somebody you know so it's like you need to show yourself that you're worthy of being chosen and what you are chosen by someone other than your own race which just dictates all these fucking horrible uh heteronormative like standards of like one being the one who's chosen never seen as the one who's doing the choosing uh belonging to your race belonging to somebody like all that shit's bullshit it's none of it's real you know um but so, so if i don't pick you you just need to be manless you right 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 you couldn't get a black man to be manless i don't know i'm not dying for y'all niggas to be happy man get the fuck out my face i gotta die alone so you'll be happy that's some that's some bullshit uh for some niggas that are full of anti-blackness and don't want me right and don't care about me don't give a fuck get out of my face if you can find a good person that's you have found something special good luck a good person Uh, right that's that's all you ask for is a good person right because and the thing is there are a lot of black men that actually love and care and all that stuff but it's a large percentage of them that ain't shit and very very vocal about how they ain't shit and how black women is the fault of everything in the black community and i know um some niggas but it's like that ain't me not in my circles cool cool but there's a lot of people that a lot of men that feel like that yeah it's just and not and i mean the general thing is it's the comparison issue right because if you tell black men like well y'all have harbor y'all harbor a lot of resentment towards black women they'll be like and white men don't you know and shit like that and i'm like it really don't matter it's where you find a good person that's everything else why would i open why would i close off a wall on good people because when it's already a needle in a haystack to find a good person in general why the fuck would i close off that wall it it just makes no sense you know and men in general just don't have to be as good as women because of the way our society is come on the men do the choosing even when they're worthless or not worthy that's why you got a bunch of ugly niggas always sitting on social media telling you like who eyebrows don't look good or some shit and you're like i wouldn't fuck rihanna man look at her eyebrows i'm like nigga rihanna wouldn't let her pussy sit within a stadium distance of your ass but yet somehow you you have the fucking gall to say something like that oh because you're a man we think everyone we think we're valuable to everybody you know what i mean we have been taught that from the time we were children you're gonna be a heartbreaker and you're so handsome and these are the and women i've been told like keep your legs closed be pretty shut the fuck up like it's a total different 
mentality so yeah i i don't find it um that shocking at all uh all right episode 1672 where the ankle freaks at <laughs> i think i ran into one yesterday y'all oh shit now i went to marshall's to buy some candles and uh some other stuff i was by myself and some hangers and what else i got some bath towel anyway i was getting some stuff and i went to check out and this dude was checking out my my thing and i had no socks on i just had my my regular shoes on because i wasn't paying no attention and uh and i knew i was just coming right back and uh this older black lady came all the way over to my line well she was supposed to be working at her register she came over to yeah, the register she got customers waiting and shit and she was like what you gonna do with all them candles and i was like burn them because that was a ridiculous question to me i'm gonna burn them duh i'm gonna throw them in the what, trash as yeah. as I leave. what does one do with candles right look at them so i was like i'm gonna burn them she said why what's going on? you got a special occasion i said no I, I just think they smell good i said i just like my house to smell good and she was like oh okay okay well um you know what you need to get now you can get you some oil and i said some oil like i was thinking like she mean like a scented oil or something like right because something for me to burn or something Mm -hmm. i was like i was like "Mm, i don't know if i need any oil and she was like and some strawberries and you gonna have we we could have a good night and i was like (laughs) (laughs) like what the fuck like we could have a good night ma'am i have my silicone ring on i don't know what's going on over here and, and di- i think that's what she's seen she's seen the silicone ring but like that nigga ain't married i don't know i don't know what she's saying she's like it ain't shine it ain't bling bling and but uh i was like it, some I, I i don't have any game so i just said, I, I no awkwardly smiled and uh paid for my shit and i laughed at her jokes and then she said something else before i left that was also kind of weird like i can't remember what the last thing she said but i was like well all right then you know bye or whatever <laughs> and then i left and then um i was like oh, i i think that woman was hitting on me but i wasn't sure you know and, it's funny uh, when you when you figure it out because i'll be hip way before you be hip yeah um and i was by like my, she was. i was by myself so you know but anyway i realized when i got in the car i was on talking about it on facebook and i realized i have no fucking socks on man my ankles are just out here showing shining look at you and that's on me okay the ankle freaks have gone offline they apparently they don't do ankle porn and stuff but they see you your ankles coming through you know i'm gonna cover these bad boys up <laughs> i don't need no problems okay i'm just trying to live a simple life with my candles and my bath towels and my <laughs> new hangers okay <laughs> i didn't come in here for no uh ankle harassment okay and i will i never again i'm gonna put on some high socks to go all the way to the knee if i got to <laughs> you don't want them problems i didn't ask for no problems uh anyway we had two comments it's cleardale says from the lizard for the lizard owner how did someone not guess mayo on the side white ah yeah that's what the lizards like because the lizards wasn't wasn't white so they ain't want no mayo a girl has no name says look pharrell has the sexiest angles in the game right now don't judge me i like what i like i know it's weird you don't work at marshall's do you because <laughs> <laughs> i hope not baby stay on your register okay uh the poll was with lauren hill complete all the dates on her concert tour yes no or yes but she will be late karen what would you pick i said yes but she will be late is if that as long as they don't get canceled she's gonna show up three hours late to every single show Mm-hmm. all right 
yes four percent i don't know what's wrong with y'all yes but she'll be late 49 percent more reasonable and 47 percent no which is what i would pick i don't think she's making all them dates um and then we had some comments on the poll um brooklyn shubay says it's like asking will trump be able to play stay off twitter y'all you all are cute lol those that says i expect lauren hill to skip enough shows to cause the tour to get canceled her chakras are never gonna line up elbow dog eve says there's a greater chance that trump stayed off twitter than lauren hill finishing the tour and tish says she hates performing i won't forget that open letter she wrote to her paying fans about how she doesn't owe them anything the niggas who paid for the show she said she would perform at a certain time and place in exchange for money when she bothers to make an excuse for not performing on time at all it's always some bullshit reason she gonna say she uh got a splinter in her chakras and can't finish on her, the tour about three shows in watch <laughs> oh man it sound like you bought some tickets you sound kind of like you highly upset yeah i don't blame you though uh, all right last thing uh, well voicemails then we get the emails all right hey Rod and karen this is iman i hope you guys are doing well i hope everyone's had time to decompress after seeing infinity war and that everyone's okay um, my sister last night, she was just like, just tell me what happens at the end. Cause she still hasn't gotten to see it yet. And I was like, are you sure you want to know? And she's like, yeah, just tell me. She's like, so then she's like, I won't have to tense up or anything. I was like, are you sure? She's like, yes, tell me. So I told her, she's like, okay. She's like, do you think my children can see this movie? And I was like, it's, she's like, I was talking to one of those white moms. <laughs> and she said her, her and her kids cried. I was like, your kids are going to be fine. This is why I tried to prepare them earlier last month when I talked to them about the movie. And she's like, oh, you did? I was like, yeah. I told them. I was like, I was like, be prepared. Like, everybody's going to die. And they're like, oh, you don't say that. And this was like last month before the movie came out, of course, so I didn't know it was going to happen. I was just like, had a feeling. It was like something that was going to happen. So I was just like, everyone's going to die. I was like, Iron Man, dead. Captain America, dead. The Hulk, dead. They're like, not Black Panther. And I was like, who knows? <laughs> but, yeah, so I loved it. I cackled at the end of the first time I saw it. I was sweating. It was like... It was just nonstop action, and I loved it. And she was like, is it more violent than the other ones? I was like, no, it's just that the action is nonstop. There's no real break in between the action scenes. And so you feel like it's more, you might, like, maybe parents might feel like it's more violent. But that was it. I love you guys. Bye-bye. Bye, Ma. Bye-bye. Yeah, we loved it, too. Um, And, yeah, that, it's, it's wild because even knowing the ending coming, it, it still was a stomach punch to me to see it play out so um you know i didn't everything was new to me yeah so it was it was it was super dope though that's my joint um all right we got some emails and then we also had some snail mail oh uh, shout out to wanga who sent us uh, a couple of uh um what do you call those things um funko, po- funko pops yeah. there you go uh you don't have to go get them you're fine i, I got it i got it my bad. and we all i'm a professional karen uh and we we also got some copies of um a book from my girl uh caritha uh is it caritha 
I'm not fucking her name up right now. Matter of fact, why don't I just open it up and tell y'all? Yeah. But we got some copy. Somebody wrote a fucking book. Do you understand? We have so many brilliant people that listen to this show. <laughs> this shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, this is a blackout tips and out here just being like, I'm a, I'm a write a book. And I'm like, look at the big brain on you. Like, we over here talking about nigga shit and, and, I write nigga shit. You know, oh, it's so beautiful. Yeah, Caretha, that's what it is. Um, like Aretha, I think she had wrote yeah. it and told us, reminded us. She wrote a book, um, uh, and I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Iola Leroy or Shadows Uplifted. Francis E. W. Harper, edited by Caretha. Oh, she edited the book. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, we haven't even had a chance to read it yet. Like, o- open him up. I was just surprised. She wrote us notes in the open in the uh, front page of each one. Um, so uh, uh, to Rod with tremendous gratitude for your doing what you do. I have no idea how I found the blackout test, but I have um, uh, but I was but da-da-da. but it was meant to be uh the show helped me through um and acad what is this academy okay your your, i don't know what this means help me through sorry she wrote it she wrote it crooked oh okay there you go uh the show helped me through um and academy year living alone for the first time in um 14 years i was at notre dame the land of white jesus mm. praise him <laughs> praise that man or kanye's jesus i like to call him and it was more challenging than i predicted you and karen helped me feel a lot less alone so uh though i definitely struggled i made the time count by starting um and finishing this school the scholarly project uh i am very uh proud of this edition and quite pleased to say that uh your work um in the world helped make that outcome possible sincerely caritha thank you thank you so much um she wrote one for us she gave one up for us to get a layla <sighs> like i know layla be so surprised y'all because you no know, layla knows about the podcast she can't listen to it but she loved to read so yes. you know i can't wait to give it to her i, I won't read that uh i let her read that when she gets it um and then she gave you one karen did you want me to read it yes okay and she also wrote a letter too with tremendous gratitude for you doing what you do i'm so glad i found blackout tips one of the highlights for me listening um um as leslie and marissa loved on you then i left mm -hmm, then i felt then it felt i felt like i went along uh as you prepared for jamaica Mm-hmm. and made the i think i took everybody on that trip with me we all mm-hmm. went and made the most of the trip so i so appreciate the black woman love on the uh show and beyond and i wanted to share this project that uh centers a black woman who helped pave the way for us all i'm proud of the pro- this project especially because you helped uh me through the rough time during which i worked on it i worked uh to sh- i wanted to share this with you sincerely karetha Thank so that's your you. copy 
oh here's a paper clip mm. i can use this anyway uh, <laughs> um and then she wrote us this dear writer karen i hope this message finds you well i'm absolutely thrilled to share the book i completed with y'all uh while y'all kept me company really and truly there's no need to include any of the feedback in the show it, niggas too late um i'm <laughs> sending this <laughs> i'm sending this simply because i'm so proud of the work and i don't think i could have done it without you i hope you enjoy whatever you get to it um working um uh was oh watkins harper was absolutely amazing uh she was at least as prominent as frederick Douglass. so as many folks should know her name as they know his with every good wish always caritha thank you thank you yeah thank you that meant so much we got the best fans of the world and thank you uh wanga and i think one one was like a uh uh black panther and a pick a rick Mm -hmm. so yep um in case you forgot what no i just i just said black panther and pick a rick and i was like well they might not remember funko pop um all right and let's get to y'all's emails gg says my apologies for not writing this email earlier discussed miss hill's upcoming 20th miss education lauren hill album tour clearly my chakras were misaligned ha story time i was at the 2010 rock the bells concert in new york new york city yep and one of the main attractions to see wanted to see a very special guest miss hill perform miss education in full peep the show poster i was hyping everything it got snoop on it and trial call quest and wu-tang clan all these people the rest of the show was amazing but that very special guest not only was she about four hours late with hella excuses about alarm clocks and bodyguards she also decided she didn't want to perform the album as it was but instead she tried to do a hard work interpretation of the songs which was totally incoherent and unrecognizable like imagine you re- are ready to hear some x factor and instead you get dystopian corn <laughs> devastating thankfully there were other ad- artists there to pick up the pieces anyway i wanted to share this cautionary tale in case there are people out there who are ready to put their trust in the universe enough to give miss lauren hill their hard-earned corn please take my advice and manage your expectations maybe she will surprise us all but at least it's better to have a pleasant surprise than a total disappointment love the show as always gwg i hear you on that mm-hmm. you ain't gotta worry about me spinning it Mm-mm. one of them episodes uh this is from uh dory who says uh hey rod and karen i was c- a couple episodes behind so when y'all talked about the book by cadillac i missed the feedback episode to send this in so i worked as a salesperson at, at cadillac at a dealership and let me tell you some of the payments on that escalades can get from 1200 to 1400 a month shit that's rent nigga and that's what i've been i've witnessed myself so i can definitely see that appeal of the book program to some customers oh quick shout out to my gm 34 year old black man running a cadillac dealership where all these old ass white folks came in looking shocked lol y'all be easy love y'all p.s um i live in westmoreland county where they printed the kkk flyer in the local paper and everybody shocked that it happened to the small town but nigga we know what the deal is (laughs) thanks dory (laughs) thank you yeah black people don't be surprised stay safe Mm -hmm. black people don't be surprised on the races we be like nigga i was waiting on this chitlin flavor popcorn episodes from adam he says dear ron and karen this is a great episode with Corey glover when i found out he was going to be on this episode i was excited it was as good as the episode when he was on with y'all last year i was excited 
that when uh he said they were going on tour in the fall because i had missed them last year when i found out he was going on tour with fishbone i knew i couldn't miss them because i'm a fan of theirs as well it was a great episode that gave me life so hearing the three of y'all um felt like a early birthday gift well i wanted to say cue up the great work thanks adam thank you and lastly brandon says this email is last minute uh um all right this email is so last minute hello Roddy karen uh hope all is well with the two of you it's your boy bill oh, okay my bad bill monty uh writing in uh again for the feedback show i just wanted to get in a few things for this week and uh hoping this email makes it soon enough it's been a crazy week with kanye going full kanye and being all crazy while filling the bigoted white right with unbridled joy the worst part about kanye's rants to me though is that is those of our fellow black people exposing themselves as having limited intelligence and thirst to be contrarian thinking it makes them smart when kanye tells us we need to love when it comes to the other side it makes me it takes me back to what Ryder said on previous pods about how the folks who vote trump and republicans in general are not voting against their interests as optimistic folks especially liberal whites like to say but that white supremacy and the feeling of superiority is their is their interest why do i bring that up because how am i supposed to love somebody whose ultimate goal is to maintain superiority over me even more so than helping their own bank accounts health care kids futures etc etc i'm so tired of folks from all over the political spectrum pretending that we had the same end game as those willing to support president trump and the goals of his administration as well as those associated having different views on solutions is one thing but if we have conflicting goals then do we really have anything to talk about right is our course not to find a way to make it happen without those people uh maybe i'm wrong anyways though another great week from you guys as usual and looking forward to your continued black excellence thank you ryan care love brandon slash bill monty thank you man thank you and uh yeah dog uh i am not with the shits when it comes to that love your way out of this because like ain't no amount of love that's gonna turn people not racist and um now here's the thing though in general i do understand kanye's point about the love shit i do think these things stem from a lack of love and loving yourself knowing yourself and accepting yourself um that that racist is i think it was uh fuck why am i gonna fuck up his name what's my man who made uh i'm not your negro what the fuck or i'm not your nigger really james baldwin Baldwin. yeah it's like james baldwin said man like racism is a problem with white people not being able to love themselves it's not us and that's why i say there's no amount of love a black person can give them that will change their hearts it's really about them truly not wanting to love themselves because they know how fucking fucked up their station in society is and what it took to get there and they'll never fully accept that they'll never fully accept the weight of responsibility of that they'll never fully accept that their ancestors were not the good people that they keep wanting to think they are they'll never accept that um there were no such things as good slave masters in mass there are some white people of course but i'm talking in general so yeah you you can't like when you're dealing with that kind of shit like you're not gonna be able to be like you can't love your way out of it but do i agree that if people truly had love for themselves and their fellow men that it would be better for everybody and that a lot of this shit will go away yeah i do actually you know i don't find that to be so outrageous what i find outrageous is just to see this idea of like people are racist and people are trump supporters and people are 
nazis and people like this and that because they we're the victims the targets of their are are not loving them enough that's that's just a ridiculous notion but like i said i don't know how much of kanye is 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 fully on board right now so i'll leave it at that um all right guys uh that's about it um so oh man miss smart no i know right oh her car got fucked up i hope everything okay baby yeah i'm sorry boo um you know i i, I hope everything works out let us know who uh who we riding on and we'll right, get come the, on we'll get the bricks in there and the breakfast is out start fucking up some windshields all right man we'll be back tomorrow i believe tomorrow i guess is uh jl Colvin, um Yay. which uh i'm looking forward to man it's gonna be a fun show i think it's at 10 a.m so until then uh oh and we're on with mr span tonight so i don't know when it'll come out but we'll be on the next span report as well all right until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.